Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. All right, welcome to today's episode of Your Daily Scrum. I'm professional scrum trainer, Ryan Ripley. That's professional scrum trainer, Todd Miller. He's somewhere over uh, there. That's yeah. the right perspective. The beer's growing back. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's only because I run outside so much that my, my face gets like, crazy i'm shaving it's as soon as this temperature goes up i can't wait so it seems like you have a temporary clearance on the beard right now yeah temporary, temporary clearance sometimes yeah. you sometimes we get a little crazy and grow out the beards a bit but we only get yeah. a temporary and at any moment that can get revoked and suddenly a razor is put in our hands and uh, yeah. it's time to shave right yeah yeah very nice soon. soon so todd we've been bombed with questions which is awesome yeah. We got a lot of listeners and a lot of viewers because this actually goes out on a podcast feed as well. And so a lot of podcast listeners have been showing up on the socials and uh, leaving us some questions, which is awesome. And one that we get a lot in classes and one that came up in the YouTube channel recently, I thought could be fun to, to knock out real quick. And that is where does the product owner come from business or IT? Yeah. It's like it's a, it's like it's a throwdown. My kids have been watching wwe the old wrestling uh oh, show or whatever that. i love that and so they've been there's all these and it's like it's a smackdown and i and i'm like <laughs> i don't know who any of these new characters are like back when i watched it we had like junkyard dog and you know roddy roddy piper and jake earthquake, the snake earthquake and monsoon yeah earthquake like almost killed hawk hogan i remember <laughs> The, the epic battles. And when I think of this question, I think of the epic battles between business and IT. And, um, you know, where does the product owner come from and where do they report to? And it almost feels like a scripted wrestling match um, because it's kind of silly. Yeah. Um, you know, on that topic, uh, before we kind of get into this question, when are we going to stop this nonsense? Yeah. Right. And you know what I, I've noticed uh, is that it's it's actually st structure that's created in organizations. A lot of organizations have their IT separated and they act as a consulting agency to their business. 
I, I, I don't know if, uh, how I feel about that model in general. Actually, I kind of do. I don't, I just, it feels, doesn't feel right. Like, are, aren't we all trying to achieve the same thing? Like, yeah. I don't know. Without tangenting an organizational structure, that's something feels off there. Yeah, maybe that'll be a future video, but I, I totally agree. The This idea of, you know, IT reporting in through, you know, back in the 90s, it reported in through marketing. If that's still the case in your org, maybe you want to update the chart a little bit. I had accounting. And, uh, I reported to accounting my first job. That was a thing, uh, too. Yep. But let's talk about this. Where does the PO come from, business or IT? And uh, it's kind of an equally equally interesting question because why do we still have on a scrum team business versus IT? Hmm. Like, why is that even a thing? Uh, if we're organized in such a way that we're optimized for delivery and we're trying to make sure that we have a, a cross-functional self-managing team, there should be people from from our, our, our business partners, people with technical skills, there could be people from legal, finance, HR, subject matter experts, engineers, testers, um, all sorts of stuff going on here. If it's a if it's a non-software product, you could have mechanical engineers, electrical engineers, packaging engineers. I mean, all from all different areas and aspects and, and parts of your organization. And so where does the product owner come from? Who's the subject matter expert who's fully empowered to make decisions about your product? Whoever that person is, look on the org chart where they come from, and that's where they come from, right? Yeah. I, so I also think that there's a couple things that come to my mind here is that uh, not, not necessarily anything other than who has time to do this, right? Because yeah. when I see them come from the business, it's like, yeah, so, you know, um, Shelly is going to spend 5% of her time being the product owner. It's Matt. First of all, it's mandating for Shelly, right? Like she, what? Just add one more thing that she has five percent of her time doing to to do, and not only that, but then she can't do it well because product owner is a hundred percent full time thing, right? So, um, I I think that uh, you know you know that that's a question that we could ask is that who can dedicate their job to this? Yeah. Well, I think that's a great question for Scrum Masters to ask. And when you see those kind of debates pop up, it's usually indicative that there's something going on here, like a, whether it's control or power or trust, there's something lacking when the business insists that the PO comes from them or IT insists that the PO comes from them. Or if there's like, there's this current concern about who's reporting to who. And like I said, we've gotten away from product delivery. We've gotten away from serving a customer or meeting a need. Now we're talking about things that have nothing to do with getting things out the door, right? And that's that's my big concern. It's like, why are we, why have these debates? Uh, to Todd's point, who has the time to fully dedicate themselves to working with customers, doing stakeholder management, uh, doing personas and, and getting out in the field and doing all of the great product management stuff that needs to happen so that this person can show up and be a great product owner to a team. And that that's where I want that person to come from. And whether it's business or IT, it's totally irrelevant. We need the person committed and dedicated and capable uh, to bring forward great knowledge to the Scrum team so that we have a chance of delivering a product that people want and need. Yeah, you know, I think there's a, another component to this too that... Um... Uh, who has the skills or the acumen to acquire the skills to be a product owner? Uh, because I've worked around a couple people like you were mentioning at, at that that were um, 
that were subject matter experts and they became the product owner and they were bad product owners. Yeah. Right. Because they are so, they have such tunnel vision about what used to be or their corner of the subject uh, that they, uh, that they let out other people's opinions and they couldn't be objective and they didn't have the product management skills or the acumen to acquire uh, acumen or time to acquire them. So, who has or is willing to develop the skills to become a product owner um, because uh, it's a unique skill set, right? Definitely. So, yeah, I where, whether they come from business or IT, I, I, th- I think it's pretty clear um, we're not really worried about that aspect. We're really more, more concerned about can the person that's been appointed the product owner actually fulfill the role in a mm-hmm. professional way? Yeah. Right. That's the punchline here. And if they can't, then get them help. And if the help doesn't work, you need a different product owner. Right. right? So scrum masters, keep your eyes out for this. This is one of those hills we're not going to die on. This is one of those uh, arguments we're not going to get uh, too, in- too invested in. Rather, we're going to look at the skills. We're going to look at the, the person who's uh, in that role, whether or not they can actually be successful there and then try to help them along the way. Sound good? Yeah, go get it. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for your questions. This was another question that came in from a listener. Uh, If you noticed a a trend here, probably the last 10, 15 videos have been all about you and your questions. Keep them coming. Leave them down in the comments section. We'd love to hear what's going on with you. Uh, Check out the socials. They're all at Agile for Humans right across the top here and smash that subscribe and like button. Right, Todd? Right. Yeah, it's right below our, our faces there, but you have to actually hit it on YouTube, not the big red one on the sticky note thingy. Uh, that was helpful. Thanks, Todd. That <laughs> was completely unhelpful. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead and smash that subscribe and like button. Check out the videos that we're adding here below. And uh, for Todd Miller, I'm Ryan Ripley, and we will see you tomorrow. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on.